So hi, I'm Clay Capra with the Leader Game Studio Cast, and today I am here with Josh Yersley, editor extraordinaire. Now Josh is here this week in the Leader Game Studio working on the rules for Vast the Mysterious Manor, which is a standalone expansion for Vast that will be available in 2019. So Josh, what got you started in editing game rules? Well, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, I went to grad school for materials engineering, mm-hmm. and I really liked the subject. But after a few years of working in a clean room, which is maybe the most inhospitable environment to humans ever, I decided that going into academia sure. and that sort of work really wasn't for me. Very stale room. Though. Exactly. <laughs> Very stale room, no sunlight, no windows. You know, it's pretty It's pretty bad place to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so when I went to my advisor and told her that I wanted to get into publishing work, uh, she brought me on to a science journal to start working there. Okay. Uh, and then so after a few, few years of doing technical editing in the sciences, I realized that the these skills carried over to game rule books because game rule books are, after all, manuals. They're sure. technical manuals. Okay. And this was around when Kickstarter was uh, just really starting to make an impact on the scene. Okay. And I just reached out to somebody who was making a science fiction role playing game and said, hey, so you're making this game. Do you have an editor? Uh, and they said, no, we don't have an editor. And actually, we would be really interested in bringing you on because wow. uh, of your science background. Because cool. they're like, hey, you can you can fact check some of the science a little bit and tell us whether we're totally out there or not. And sure. so that's how I got my first job. And really, uh, ever since then, it's just been approaching more and more people, making connections, sure. getting better at the work I do. And yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I really like it. <laughs> so what are a few of the game titles that you've actually worked on? Well, I worked on Root, which is Leader Games title. Yep. Um, I worked on the new edition of Kingsburg. Um, so as Asmodee, it's, it's been through a lot of different studios. So it was Wind Rider, and I think it actually came out through Z-Man Games. Sure. Um, so the new edition of Kingsburg from Z-Man. I'm um, looking forward to that. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I have a copy back at home that I got to play, and it was it's great. It's always great playing games that that you've worked on. Sure, I've done a lot of role playing game editing as well. I uh, worked on the new Dresden Files game, Dresden Files Accelerated by cool. uh, Evil Hot Productions, um, along with a bunch of other stuff. But those are those are a couple uh, games that I've worked on. Okay, cool. Yep. So you're here working on Vast the Mysterious Manor. So how's that coming along? Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been uh, working on it in some capacity for quite a number of months now. Um, I came on by a couple months ago to get some initial testing done, and now I'm back, and the game has made great strides uh, sure. in in the months that I've seen it. I'm really, really happy with where it's going. Uh, we are in the sort of we're in the middle stages of usability testing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of the big problems fixed, and now we're just really going through and sitting down with people and understanding all of the little snags that they run into as they sit down, sure. try to understand their role, try to get going. What is usability testing? Basically, it's play testing. Mm-hmm. but to make sure that people can easily learn and understand and play the game. Okay. So rather than focusing on so much on game balance or how fun the game is, the things you would normally associate with game play testing, mm-hmm. usability testing is specifically 
do you understand how to play the the thing? Sure. Um, and if you can't do that, then you really can't get to the fun part. Right. So Is it clear? Are you able to? Yeah. Exactly. So if you can't get past that hump, then you're never going to have fun with the game at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so many publishers understand that design playtesting, playtesting for fun and balance and all of those things, is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but Leader Games has really been a publisher that has really dedicated a lot of time and, and energy toward usability testing, which is not common in the current landscape. So I really sure. enjoy working. I've enjoyed working on Root and Vast just because I get to do something that is not yeah. done all that much, except maybe at some of the large, large publishers. You know, and that's so important to us, Josh, is we really want our games to be approachable and clear and easy to learn so you can get to that fun part. Yeah. I, I mean, about. that's 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 why I mean, that's why I do the job that I do is I want to make sure that games are approachable, fun, easy to learn. And even with games that are really deep, like Root or Vast, mm-hmm try our best to make them approachable and easy to learn. So what would you say has been the most challenging part to working on the rules for Mysterious Manor? Well, Mysterious Manor is a... uh, Working on it is an interesting experience for me because I worked on Vast the Crystal Caverns, and so really I'm bringing a lot of my own sort of personal baggage Uh to working on Mysterious Manor. Uh, now that the studio has put out the, the Crystal Caverns and Root, you know, we as a studio have learned so many lessons about how to do this, like, really right. We sure have, yeah. Um, and so applying those lessons to the mysterious manner while also ensuring that we m- meet our goals of uh, mysterious manner being compatible with Crystal Caverns, basically mm-hmm. balancing the compatibility of the new design with the old design while making it so much cleaner and easier to kind of get into. Mm-hmm. That's really the balance that is difficult to strike, but I think that we're doing it amazingly so far. Yeah, so you mentioned kind of learning from some of those past projects. Have you taken anything, like you worked on the rules for Root, and have you taken anything from that? Is there anything you learned working on the root rules that you're kind of bringing forward or kind of applying to the mysterious manner rules? Yeah, so uh, an interesting thing that we saw in root was many people would open up the box and they would find uh, this walkthrough that we uh, put into uh, the root box, which was a really, really simple, easy kind of onboarding to learn route. And a lot of people really, really liked this. And so what we're doing for Vast the Mysterious Manor is we're kind of taking this to the next level. Uh, so level up, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so when you uh, when you open up Vast and you open up the rule book, um, what we're going to be doing is for each role, um, we're going to have a, a walkthrough that you can go through. You can set up your game so that everybody at the table can kind of get this guided introduction to the game, mm-hmm. much like we did in Root. But we're going to be fleshing it out with. Um, strategy advice and little frequently asked questions, basically creating a larger framework for immediately answering uh, some of the player's hottest questions about yeah. like why one role is doing this versus that, giving a little bit more context, which in Vast is very important because mm-hmm. in Vast, the roles 
even above root, the roles are very, very, very different from each other. Yeah. So getting as many little hooks into the other roles uh, is an important way to to familiarize the people with how the game works. Cool. And I'm looking forward to it. That part sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, Josh, what would you say is going to elevate rules from being just good enough to becoming great? Mm, I mean, that is the, sort of the ultimate question. So... In my opinion, the difference between a good set of rules and a great set of rules mm -hmm. uh, is whether a player can sit down and even for a relatively complicated game, start playing without having to spend, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, an sure. hour on internalizing everything that it has to say before you even sit down at yeah, the table. before you can even start playing. Yeah. Exactly. And that's one thing that we tried to do with Root and that we're trying to do with Mysterious Manor as well, uh, which is provide the, provide the player with tools to get started playing as quickly as possible. So, you know, 10 minutes of rules reading before you start, maybe. Mm -hmm rather than 40 or 50 minutes. Sure. So basically, a rule set should not just be, you know, this huge document with a reference of everything that you need to know. It should also be able to guide the reader toward those the, the key elements that they need to start out and then show them, okay, as you're playing, you can start learning about this element and this element and this element. Sure. But really, to begin playing in a way where the other people at the table, they won't just start glazing over. Yeah. Here's the way that you can do that really quickly, really simply, and just get people playing and enjoying the game. So I think that that is the difference between a good rule set and a great rule set. making it great, yeah. Yeah. Well, in your opinion, what game out there has the very best rule book? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. The very best rule very book. Very best rule book. Now, it doesn't ha necessarily have to be something you worked on. It can be. Sure. But what, what, uh, what's your well, opinion? Well, I that? mean, I'm, I'm very, very proud of Roots Rule Book. But uh, another game, I would say I've really, really enjoyed Scythe's Rule Book. Mm -hmm. So, Scythe is a um, Stonemeyer game by Jamie Stegmeyer. Um, and the thing about that rule book that I find so impressive uh, is just what I was talking about before. Uh, the, the rule book is set up in a way where you can basically read and understand the basic actions of the game mm -hmm. without getting bogged down in all of the details. Um, right. To give a really, a really simple view of how this works, uh, in this rule book, every page gives you sort of the intuitive description of the way an, act an action works at the top of the page. Mm -hmm. And then it lists out nearer to the bottom of the page the things that you don't really need to understand to really get the core idea of that action. Sure. But it gives you all of the cases of like, okay, can I do the action in this circumstance or that circumstance? But it clearly demarks, like, okay, I don't really need to worry about these things down on the bottom of the page right. until I run into them in play. And so you can run through the rulebook really quickly and get a sense of how everything works pretty easily without getting bogged down in the details. Yeah. So I think that it really shines on that aspect quite a lot. So I, I'd say that's up there in my, you know, top few rulebooks. It is a great rulebook. I'm a big fan of Scythe myself, so mm -hmm. I enjoy that one. 
What would you say is the toughest thing to communicate in a rule book for a game? Toughest thing to communicate. So whenever I'm working on a game rule book, I always try to keep in mind the the physical actual thing that's happening in the world of the game. So if you do something in the game, what does it actually represent in that fictional world? Sure, yeah. And hooking in the reader to that in-world reasoning for why something is happening is so important Mm -hmm. um, for not only learning rules, but remembering them. If you have a... um, if you can remember what this thing represents or what this is about, the thematic reason for the yeah, rule. kind of the thematic sense or... Exactly. Yeah. If you can get that in the rules, it becomes so much easier to learn and to remember. And the trade-off is you're going to have to use more words to do it. Mm-hmm. So to do that succinctly, but also flavorfully and effectively... Um, is a really, really good way to improve your rules, but it is difficult to do without filling up pages. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Well, why, Josh, why should a game company hire a rules editor like yourself rather than just do it themselves? Uh, well, there are so many reasons. Um, so uh, I would say the first and most important reason is that you want players out there who are playing your game to play the game that you designed. Mm -hmm. If your rules are not correct, if they don't match up to what you intended, then they're not playing your game. And so if you release your game and you're seeing, oh, um, you know, people people are having trouble with this part of the game, or they they seem to be playing it in a different way, or mm-hmm. there's something weird going on. That's probably because people are interpreting the words on the page in a different way than you intended. Yeah. And so when people aren't playing your game, then that's a problem. Yep. <laughs> um, you want people to play your game. Um, so that's the that's the that's the first reason is that you want to make sure that people are actually playing the game you designed. Other reasons include the easier the game is to get set up and played, the more people will play it. There are so there have been sure. so many games where I or other people have played it and said, "Okay, that was good." And then, like, a few weeks later, everyone's back at the table again. It's like, should we play this game again? Mm-hmm. And someone says, yeah, I mean, it was fun, but I've, like, forgotten some things, and it's going to yeah. be, like, a pain to, I've like, relearn there. these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so if you make the process of, you know, learning and then relearning the game simpler, the game is just going to get to the table more plain and simple, which yeah. means that more people will play it which means that more people will talk about it, which means that you'll sell more games, and it's just a good its a good thing all around. And so those are two reasons uh, why you want a game editor. Uh, above all of the more obvious ones, like typos aren't great. Yeah, right. You know, just like the simple errors and things like that. But yeah. those are two of the most fundamental reasons why a game editor will help you out. Sounds excellent. How can people get in touch with you online? Uh, so... 
Um, my website is joshuayearsley.com. So that's Joshua, like it's normal spelling. And then Yearsley is Y-E-A-R-S-L-E-Y. Um, and so you can find a lot about uh, me on that website as well as contact information. So you can contact me there. Excellent. Well, Josh, I have to tell you, uh, you're here this week with Leader Games, and we are just so thankful to have you here working with us on our rules. We're so happy with the way the rules for Root turned out, and we're just so excited about Vast the Mysterious Manor. And uh, again, we're just we're just thankful you're here, Josh, and uh, we couldn't be more uh, proud to have you representing us with our rules, and thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Clay. I'm really excited to be here, too. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it for uh, this episode of uh, the Leader Games cast. We'll sign off now. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.